0: Thanks for listening to The Last Day's Podcast with Dr. Todd and
1: Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Day's Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes.
0: Right. It's not just not just a word like, hey, hey babe, I love you. Um, that's, that's true. That's not the full package. And so uh, find, find what it is that lets your spouse know that you love them and that you love them continually. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, you know, we know that diamonds are a lady's best friend, but that doesn't <laughs> mean that you have to, you know, she has to have a diamond every day, you know, to know that you love her. Um, some ladies like, oh, doggone. But uh, And
1: then some ladies don't like diamonds. And then so some don't, don't like diamonds matter. at all. That's right.
0: <laughs> and so, you know, hey, but <clears throat> I'm not going to go there. Anyway, but the thing is, is that show love to each other and then work together. Find ways in which the anointings that you have are, are complemented and that you are, you're encouraging each other and that you help each other um, in, in the things that, that God has put inside of each other's, uh, each other's heart, um, find out how you can be a blessing to each other. You know, if you if your spouse is working on something and saying, Hey, you know, God's put this in my heart and everything, we'll find out how you can, how you can, you know, be involved and and, uh, and be a voice or a help or a strength. Um, with that don't put each other down don't don't insult each other Um, there's never there's never there's never a right time for that okay I'm not talking about if you're you know if you're teasing but if you do it continually Mm -hmm. then then there's there's something wrong okay because you can, I, I've, I've seen people that they just keep going at it and keep going at it and keep going at it, and you realize, you know, this is not a joke. There's, it's really in their heart coming yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> this is, this, you're, you're messed up, dude. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, the Word of God says, out of a person's mouth, your heart speaks, and I know that I know that you you can you can joke and you can tease and, and I don't I don't have a problem with that and everything like that. But if you do, you have to be able to receive it also. What you give, you have to be able to receive also. <laughs> that's so true. And so that's that's a, you have to be a good giver and receiver. Um, but if that is just if that is just happening continually, then you're you're just a harsh person, and you need to get some things resolved in your heart. You need another dip in the fountain filled with blood or something like maybe somebody needs to hold you under. Um, but you need, to, you need to find out ways in which you can be a blessing to your spouse and you can, you can lift them up. But don't, don't be putting them down. Don't, don't, there's never a time that's right for insulting each other and degrading each other and, um, and making each other feel badly. But, but lift each other up and, and bless each other do things that help each other mm-hmm. without being asked just find out something that you know you know hey this is going to help you know my my spouse and and just do it not asking if you can just do it mm-hmm. um just something to be a be a blessing something that you know the they you know they typically might do but you're just going to do it for them or something you know around the house that you know we <clears throat> we have a lot of different tasks that are done on a daily basis around the house and um and sometimes my wife will do them sometimes i'll do them but if i see something that she's done i'll say hey thank you for doing that um it's not that she's the only person that can do it i could do it also but she just happened to get it done and so recognition of effort that people are putting into into a relationship and into life that's important that you uh, that you recognize what each other's doing mm-hmm. and and be thankful Thanksgiving is very very important thing mm-hmm. not just our thanksgiving to God but being being thankful for what other people do for you and and uh, and with you things that are that are helpful because that I think Thanksgiving yeah. maybe more than anything else will, cause somebody to go out of their way to do more than what they have to with you if you're a grateful person if you're thankful right and um and and i i think i think a lot of that is is lost in this day and age people people being thankful for um for what others um for what others what others do and uh, the importance others are in each other's lives. Um, it, it's very important to not not just, you know, occasionally, you know, saying, you know, thank you to somebody, but but really being grateful. And as often as you can, let people know that you appreciate what they're doing, that that you're thankful and that you're grateful. Now there's times when everybody gets irritated. Mm-hmm. Like we can go there also because Everybody has, has times where, you know, you there's something that bothers you, there's something that, you know, irritated you, there's something that's wrong, <clears throat> and that's, you know, definitely happens inside the, the family also, but you can't stay irritated, that's, that's just wrong, get over your irritation, um, find out what the issue is, deal with it, and then go on, don't, don't continue to don't continue to brood on a situation that you know that okay it's just, we've talking we've talked about it we've taken care of it now we're going to now we're going to let it go okay um, now I'm not I'm not talking about I'm talking about you know if somebody makes a mistake or something like that I'm not talking about major moral failures that are you know carried into people's Character and things like that. I'm not dealing. We're not talking about character issues here. I'm talking about you know an honest mistake that somebody makes. Okay, you you get it fixed. Person says, "I'm sorry." Uh, you know, I wasn't thinking, or I, I you know I shouldn't have done that, or oops, that happened. Um, and so get over it. Don't don't hang on to don't hang on to anger. The Bible says, "Be angry and sin not." And so when when that thing begins to get a hold of you and begins to hold you in unforgiveness and there, there you allow this funk to come on your, your whole personality every time you're around this person, then um, the issue is in your heart. You've, you've, you've gotten um, a root of bitterness growing in you. And so that has to be severed. We, you, there's no room for those things in marriages whatsoever and you you've got to you've got to allow God to do it if that begins to come out allow God to do a work inside of your heart ask God to make a change inside of you say lord deal with my heart
1: mm-hmm. i need help yeah absolutely and then you have to be able to have those honest you know tough conversations to be able to work through some things you know marriage is totally a work in progress and process you could even say um it's it takes a lot of surrendering and adjusting on each part mm-hmm. and so you know when you decide when you make the decision to get married then there's a lot of things that that you give up in a sense from being single you don't you know you don't just make still make all your own decisions you you know you have a different focus in life there's things that you're going to have to just you know let go of because now because you've actually gained something greater in your life but if you approach it from you know well this is the ball and chain and i still want to do everything that i want to do then then rather you know we should count the cost actually before we make a, a decision marriage is probably the second most important decision that you ever make in your life number 1 is when you when you get saved number 2 i really my personal belief is really who you marry because it so much determines actually your destiny and what you're able to to accomplish and, and fulfill if you you know if you make a make a bet really bad decision you know, of course, then your life can go in a totally different direction even that God want, than what God has planned for your life. And so it's very important so you don't go into it frivolously. You don't go into it because, like, man, I'm just, you know, I, I want to be able to have sex, and so let me just hurry up and marry someone so that I can do it in a legal way because I'm a Christian and mm-hmm. I realize that I shouldn't commit adultery. Um, well, all of that is true, although just because you marry someone because you couldn't exercise self-control don't then think that you're automatically just going to have self-control in your life no you didn't have it before why would you have it afterwards now you just carry it so into your it marriage. extends to every area not just you know sex so it's a very very important decision you know who who you who you marry um and you get there's things that you definitely give up And it takes a little bit to be able to bring two lives together in a cohesive way, in every way. Because, of course, you come in being very different. Um, Men and women are supposed to actually be different. The goal, which, you know, I I realize that society tries to, you know, make the woman more manly and have her lead and make all the decisions and make fun of the guy and have the guy, you know, you know, um, you know, act like a woman more like. So anyway, but again, that's why we always go back to the foundation that God laid out in the beginning in Genesis. And so it's supposed to be that we're different, but you know what? We each have strengths. We just, we each have weaknesses and it should be that, that really marriage is like your best friend. And then of course, all the other additions that come with marriage. And so... It's meant that, you know, it, it may take you some time. You shouldn't give up as far as and get, grow discouraged just because, like, wow, well, we're always having to try to learn how to communicate and everything. Yeah, communication is is one of the top three challenges in a relationship, in a marriage relationship. That's how it is. Obviously, if you make a point, you want to communicate and you're willing to take the time and to work through these things, then it'll be so much easier, And of course, you come in with different communication styles, but you just realize that out of love, and marriage is a lot of just making a choice to walk in love. That's right. And really, any successful relationship involves that element. And so it takes a little bit to be able to, but if you can, if you can really, we we call it, you know, within counseling, if you're able to resolve conflict. So when there are things that come up that you disagree on, or one feels like, why you hurt my feelings? Or why did you decide that? Or you didn't consider me, you don't appreciate me, all these kind of things. If you're able to actually communicate and talk through these things, the things that you don't agree on, find common ground, you're both going to have to compromise. And one at times will compromise more than the other. And then, the, and then it'll flip. So obviously not compromising and going into sin and things like that. That's not what we're talking about. We're, but we're learning how to work together. Because, again, this initially seems like, man, this is such a pain. This takes so much time. This is where you're building your strength. Because remember, the power comes out of the unity. That's right. And so when you're willing to take the time and just to work through things, it doesn't mean one is not right and one is not wrong. You're a team working together. And remembering that the devil will always try to come to divide, okay? Because that's how he conquers. He divides you. And so he's going to come and try to point fault and say, well, if he wouldn't have done this, if he would do this, he doesn't act very romantic. Well, she, whoa, she's gained weight. She doesn't look like she used to look. You know, I mean, all these kind of ways that he'll try to come to divide, but recognize that it actually is, God's called you together as a powerful team, to Amen. team up against the work of the devil, not to allow him to come in and to divide. And of course when we walk in love, then we're we are employing the ways of God. So then here comes God's power. And here comes his anointing and his help to be able to just be right in the middle. Again, we go, we keep, you know of course going back to a foundational thing, which is keeping God at the center of your relationship. Each of us have a responsibility to do that. And then of course within the marriage, we have the responsibility to do that. And of course, much of that really falls upon the man because he's the leader. Amen. And as the woman, you've got to honor him and allow him to lead, empower him, encourage him in that, strengthen him in that. And it's a beautiful thing when, you know, the Bible lays it out very clear. The man's to love the wife and the wife is to see that she honors and respects her husband. And when you do that, then then it's just a beautiful thing that happens and beautiful fruit comes out of the relationship. But if the man decides he's not going to love his wife, then she doesn't honor or respect him. And of course, if he doesn't feel honored or respected, then he doesn't want to love her. Do you see how it's this this vicious cycle then until someone decides, okay, I'm going to, even though this is going to be difficult, it's going to be hard. I'm going to make the decision that I'm going to do what's right. And you know, ultimately, Whatever my husband decides, ultimately, I'm the one who has to answer to God. Am I being the woman of God he's called me to be? Am I being the wife that he's called me to be and the mother? Am I doing those things or I, am I only going to do those things if I'm treated right? Well, that's not how we can <laughs> measure what we're supposed to be doing and what God's called us to do. Amen.
0: You have to come to a point in your, in your life and in your marriage where you make a decision. I'm going to stick with this marriage. Through any rough time, right? Through because you, you're going to go through, you're going to go through things, mm-hmm. and if you haven't determined within yourself and you haven't solidified the fact that you know what, this God has called us together, mm-hmm. and we're going to work out anything and everything that comes against us, right? And 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 I am I am sold out to you. And you are sold out to me
1: mm-hmm.
0: and God. And we're in a covenant with God. It's not just a, this marriage contract, <clears throat> but we are in a holy covenant. And, and a hundred percent, I'm determined that whatever it takes to make this work and to, and to cause it to be smooth, I'm willing to, to, to make that happen. Right. and, You know, and sometimes to make a marriage work, you're going to, you're going to lose some battles. Right. That's, uh, and some people don't like to hear that and everything Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. because you can, you know, and you were kind of bringing that out, you know, can you, you know, do you you want to be right all the time? Mm -hmm. And the most important thing you have to understand is that God's called you together, not called you to always be uh, the one that is that is right um, the one that wins it, you don't have to have a winner and a loser you just need to come together you need to make a decision that this is what is best mm-hmm. and and as you work together towards the towards the common goal like you know this is what this is what God has brought us together to do then then you're going that's going to be resolved inside of you all right i i'm i'm totally cool with this and 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 god will bless your union then and and some people uh, the so much is about them and does this does this particular thing make me happy is this thing all about me does this make me comfortable but when you, when you get married, you, you put all of that aside. It's not that you won't have any more times of comfort or any more times of happiness. You, in fact, I, I believe that you'll, they'll, they'll be multiplied to you. But it's not everything isn't always built around you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and my joy is um, finding, okay, what can I do to, that's going to make my wife happy? What can I do that's going to make my, my kids happy? Um, just you know, hearing, hearing, uh, you know, and and seeing them being able to um, enjoy what's happening or or what what's going on, um, what they're experiencing. That's uh, that's absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. and that's not just natural things also, but that's spiritual things as well. Mm-hmm. And so, if I can do something as I'm, I'm the head of the household, but I'm not just the natural head, but I'm the spiritual head also. And so if in the, in the spirit I can lead in such a way as to see that my, my wife grows spiritually and she is appreciating life and more is coming out of life because of what has taken place in her life spiritually, that does me so much good. And the same thing with my with my children, right. as I lead in that way, and I as I spend time and, and to teach them, it's not just doing it all before them, but just going along with them and and spending time talking about things, um, teaching, instructing. Not always just like you sit there and listen to me. It's not lecture, but but it's going along and and just in everyday life, them learning the principles of the word learning the principles of godliness learning the principles of the kingdom of god so that as they grow up and i'm seeing this accomplished now and in, in in my boys lives as they're as they're growing up you see the fruit of godliness you see the fruit of righteousness that is coming to 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 uh, it's bearing fruit fruition. in their mm-hmm. fruition yeah thank you in their lives and and that comes back to bless me right it's take you, you, it's like you spend so much time planting the seed, nurturing the seed, watering the seed, you know, mm-hmm. and everything and you think, Oh my gosh, I have spent so much time in doing this, mm-hmm. but but it is important that you don't give up. Continue. Right. And and let me talk to let me let me address this. This is not just with marriages, but with and not not about marriages, but about with, with children and everything. Keep the word going in them, even when it doesn't seem like it's like it's taking root. Mm-hmm. Like it's I don't I don't Being see received. the yeah, yeah I don't see the fruit of it yet. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wasting my time. Right. Continue to do that, even if they seem to be turning against what the word says, turning against the things of God. Don't back off. Continue to to speak the word. Continue to show the love of God be consistent, be consistent every it, every child has a every person not just child every person has a choice as to whether they are going to follow God mm-hmm. whether they're going to follow the word of God and and you you think, okay, this is just with with children, but no it's with adults also mm-hmm. and and everybody has a choice. I heard one man um talking in a on a on a um it was a Christian show just a, a few days ago. I was watching it on YouTube, and he was saying, you know, we believe in the laws of sowing and reaping, and, and you know, what you sow, you reap, and, and all of this, you know, you expect it. But that doesn't always count when it comes to individuals because people have a free will. And I will say this, and I, I go, I, I, that, that statement is, is split on me there because, because I know everybody has to make a choice. But I believe that you can't just say, well, it doesn't matter what I've put into my child, they're going to make a choice whether they're going to follow God or not. No, no, no. You keep putting the word of God and you keep being right. the example. You have right. to live before them the truth. And you have to speak the truth before them. And you have to count on the incorruptible seed of the word of God. This is something that is so powerful because that seed has to be planted in their hearts. Right. And it will keep coming back to them. It will keep keep reminding them, hey, this is what's inside of you. They can't shake the word. Right. And you'll give every person gives an account before God of of what has you know what they've received. Mm -hmm. And if you have received the word of God, if you have been faithful as a parent in in putting the word of God in your child and in loving them and watering the 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 uh, the seed of the word of God in them, encouraging them in the things of God then you need to pray and you need to say, Lord, I ask that you would cause that to flourish in their lives in the name of Jesus. Because it's so important that we, we don't just preach to our kids. In fact, I don't know that that's really effective too much ever uh -uh. preaching to your kids
1: or to your spouse.
0: Or to your spouse, thank you. That's good. I'll stop doing that, babe. Um, <laughs> um, no, don't. You don't need to preach to. No that that doesn't that doesn't work. I I, mean, I know that sometimes you know you might you know you, you get passionate about something, and no, no this is what the Word of God says um, when you're trying to bring correction to your your um, kids. But but you know just just lecturing them with the, the Word of God and and causing the the word to just hit them hard, they're not going to receive that, right? Because the word is meant to be received with love,
1: right? And and it's actually a sign of a weak leader, really. If you have to, if the only way that you can get someone to obey what you want is if you you tell me you have to submit to me Slash and you, them with the word. yeah, and then you're going to beat them up with the word of God. Um, it it would be probably because um, you haven't earned their love and their respect, really. And so it's much more effective in marriage and, of course, in raising kids. And we'll probably, you know, have to do another podcast about just, you know, raising kids and some different things that that we've learned. Um, Some things the hard way. (laughs) And some, you know, just from some other godly um, parents and and leaders that have successfully raised their kids it's always best to listen to people who've actually successfully raised kids and have the fruit of that Amen. than others who just think they know some principles but um anyway you know it's much more effective even within within marriage there's nothing worse in in my book that when you have a couple that comes in for counseling and one starts beating the other one up with the word and correcting well the yeah well you need to do this because this is what the bible says that's why i always well, have a gun
0: in my <laughs> desk drawer <laughs>
1: The thing is, is, you know, when you, when you love people and you love your spouse and you love your children and you're real with them. And, and obviously we, obviously we share the word with our kids. We totally do. We've done devotions with them. I mean, all different forms of it. But the thing is, is that when you live it, it's more powerful, much more powerful. So if you just want to, and this is, I think what happens sometimes is that people, they don't actually want to live a powerful life. Um, because they don't allow the work of the Holy Spirit in their own life enough for them to be really powerful and and anointed. And so then instead, they want to just try to use the word to correct people. Well, first and foremost, we have to use the word to correct our own life and to allow the love of God to flow out of us. And so in recognizing that, like you were saying, we each actually have a choice. Okay, we're adults, right? Um, And so... i have a, god's given me a free will he's given you a free will and so ultimately it comes down to if we're going to decide to do what the word says are we going to decide that yes i'm going to yield to the holy spirit when the lord is speaking to me to you know to be take a bold stand in faith or to make corrections am i going to yield to that am i going to obey him And so I have that choice. Of course, if I decide no, I'm not going to, then unfortunately, there are people that in my close life that are going to be affected, right? Because of my decisions that I made. So that is that that's an unfortunate thing. Or if I make great choices, of course, it's a blessing for everybody else. But you know ultimately even though you know there might be things that that my husband you know wants me to do or doesn't want me to do or whatever of course is going to come down to to my choice and we each have a free will once you get married it does not mean that you don't still have a free will but um, you don't <laughs> Just, you in don't. some ways it might feel like you don't <laughs> but, but i mean ultimately we each have a choice what we're gonna do You You have a little um, one left. And so it's not my job. I'm not the Holy Spirit for my husband. Amen. So it's not my job to convict him or, you know, constantly, well, you're doing this wrong and you need to do this or whatever. No, just let the Holy Spirit be the Holy Spirit. Our job actually is to love the other one and to actually make marriage pleasant, not terrible.
0: That's right. Your, (laughs) Your wife should not be the Holy Spirit or your mother. Either one.
1: That's so true. You know, it's funny because, you know, um, ladies just sort of naturally kind of have that that tendency. I mean, I remember even seeing, you know, when when, uh, our boys, we have three boys, and so when they would be, you know, little and everything, and of course, you know, they're – in kids church or, you know, in, at the, at the church, you know, when we worked, um, some of the times they'd be, you know, in the childcare there or whatever. And, you know, they would come home with, with different stories, of course, what went on during the day. And, you know, it it always cracked me up because they would be most upset about the other little girls and how they treated them, you know, and they would say, well, she is so bossy.
0: Yes, they would.
1: <laughs> and it would just—it would just be funny because sometimes you know, a, a boy would say something to them, and they would just kind of like blow it off. But when the girl said it, even if it was similar, oh man, that really just—they just really took it to heart, you know. And were just real, you know, uh, uh, upset, you know, or the 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 girl would you know order them around when they were gonna you know play house or whatever, and Heartbreakers. you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um so you know the here the little girl would be telling them well you know you you um i remember one of them saying well you know i mean she always gets to be the mom and i want to be the dad but but she tells me i have to be the dog you know and so it would be like the the funniest stories but you see how that even within you know, little girls, um, especially when it comes to the home and household stuff. I mean, the, the girl was always just gonna, you know, or bring order to the place. Right? They just and... want diamonds and a dog. <laughs> and so, you know, some of these things are, you know, just in us from when we're from when we're very we're very young. But that doesn't mean that we don't allow the Holy Spirit to temper that and to actually use it in a great way because it's actually a, a strength. But we can't allow it to become a weakness, and allow it to be a bondage to the other the other person.
0: Yeah, we're not into bondage stuff. <laughs> That's a whole another podcast we right now. We're
1: into freedom, <laughs> God's freedom. freedom.
0: <laughs> yeah, but we have to not
1: just you know any freedom of the flesh. Yeah, not, not like just it. a free and open relationship. Okay,
0: that uh, <laughs> whatever that weird town is in Florida. Oh, uh, the,
1: villages the, the villages. The villages. Yes, oh, okay.
0: the villages in Florida. <clears throat> all kinds of weird stuff going on down there elderly but it's country. florida folks and you know what goes on in florida stays in florida it's not just vegas but you know what i think we've finished this podcast here i think we just kind of like we've digressed here in the last 10 seconds so anyway but that's all from the last days podcast and we hope that you'll share this with somebody
1: and you will stay happily married
0: Amen, and uh, we love you, and we look forward to hearing from you. Please let us know, uh, you know where you're uh, where you're listening from. We'd like to we'd like to know that, and so uh, you can find us on social media, and on Instagram and on Facebook, and uh, we'd love to love to hear from you. God bless you. Have an absolutely wonderful
1: day. Yes, we love you.
0: Bye bye. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless.